Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know? Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know? of the Girl Yes You Can series. And I am super excited to have one of my best friends in the whole entire world joining us today. But before we get into all of those details about her, I got to thank you guys. For those of you that will be tuning in with me for the very first time, thank you for um, not seeing it robbery to spend some, you know, some of your life with us and to those of you that have been rocking with me since day one to my chameleons i love you guys so much and i would not be here without you so let's keep all the love coming in right let's keep all of that good energy circling right you give it to me i give it back and and one thing about good energy it's contagious um to the branded company um thank you for being the engine behind this uh, this vehicle and making it run um, effectively. Um, a lot of, you know, goes on behind the scenes. So I'm so thankful and grateful for you guys and to, uh, to Whitfield for this song that is so fitting to me and everything that I stand for. My personality is just, it's just perfect. So <laughs> some of you, she's a stranger, but then to some of you, she's not because I uh, toot her horn a lot. Um, she's my ride or die. She's the yin to my yang. She's also my stylist, <laughs> right? Um, um, but like I said, she's one of uh, my best friends in the whole entire world, one of my favorite people. But she's here today to share with us um, the details on her weight loss journey and how she's been able to lose, um, I think it's like over 50 pounds um back from when she originally started so we're going to hear all the details we're going to hear how she was able to be consistent and you know what dedication was able to produce for her she's going to give us all the details and everything that she was able to overcome but most importantly she's going to share with us like what really made you really decide that today is going to be the day I have to do something different. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my uh, my best friend, Miss Viola Staley. And for those of you that want to get her information, um, Viola, would you let us know your social media handle just in case, some, you know, somebody wants to be styled or if somebody wants, you know, has any questions about, you know, your weight loss journey? Um, of course. Um, as far as styling, let's give some clarity. Um, I do provide Shakima with personal tips and I do assist her, but I have stepped away um, from <laughs> styling for right now. And I want to emphasize that um, I still love fashion. I love clothes. I love to look at other people in beautiful clothes, but I'm not styling right now. However, you can follow me. I'm styled by Viola Nicole on Instagram and Facebook, and I am providing um, affordable fashion tips. I'm showing you, uh, you know, how you can look great on a budget. Um, so I provide fashion and beauty, um, some travel on my social media page. So check me out. 
<laughs> she had to make that known. Like, look, I am not styling anymore. Do not. <laughs> she's my personal, personal stylist. So she's only styling me at the time. Um, and when I travel, she's with me too. So I don't know. You never know what 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 is going to uh, unfold this year for her when it comes to styling. But for right now, I'm going to take advantage of the opportunity to have her style me, right? <laughs> so you guys can be as jealous as you want to. But Miss Viola, thank you for um, for joining us on the Stay What podcast. Um, I just want you to, to just like let us have it. I want you to start by telling us you know, how much weight you were able to lose because you look absolutely amazing. Um, and, I, you know, I've watched you transform into this person and you were already confident with, you know, with your um, original weight, but now you're just like, I'm here, bitches. So um, <laughs> tell us how much weight you were able to lose and, you know, how long you've been on this journey. Um, okay. Um, well, you know, my journey really started in 2017. Um, that's when I really decided to just take control of my health because during that time I was at the highest weight that I had ever been, which was 200, between 214, 217 pounds. Mm. And that was not a healthy weight for me. Um, I'm only five, two, I'm a short girl. However, what I found was that going to doctor and just getting my annual physical I found that I was developing certain health issues like I had high cholesterol I was borderline uh high blood pressure um I developed sleep apnea and uh, all these things um that were happening to me my doctor would always tell me um a big part of that was my weight um I was feeling awful um I was waking up every morning with headaches feeling groggy no energy um I was just very overly all the time, very bloated, and all that came from how I was eating. So I was really, you know, in a very nice way, feeling like shit. I didn't feel good at, good at all. I mean, I look, I presented, you know, I always kept myself up. I, whatever size I was, I dressed my body, but I did not feel good on the inside. I felt horrible, and I knew that I was basically not at a healthy, healthy weight. So that's what made me get started. And um, I haven't really turned back. Of course, I have my ups and my downs, you know, like, it's like, like, like I always say, we fall down when we get up. But I've been able to really manage keeping my weight under control and not going back to that 214 mark, um, because that's just not a healthy weight for me right. um, um, at all. <laughs> so, so how much weight have you lost? Because you started out at 214 and now you're at well under um what 100 you're going to exaggerate <laughs> <laughs> right now right now okay I will say um give or take initially when I started out I probably lost about 30 pounds in 2017 and then I picked back up a little bit never going back to the 200 mark but absolutely picking up and then at the height of the pandemic which was in 2020 um, I started again because I wanted to take that 15 off so I always stay within the range of probably maybe 165 175 in that range um, I try to stay within that because it's just a much healthier weight for me and that's people will make that may still seem like a lot um, to some people but it is a much healthier weight for myself, but I will say the lowest that I, I had gotten to um, during my journey um, when I started back in 20, uh, 2020 
I mean, excuse me, 2021, um, was about 159 wow. was my lowest. That's amazing. Um, 159 That's amazing. was my lowest. My goal was to get to 150. I didn't make it there. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make it to the 150, but I was very close. And I will say I felt really, really good. Yeah. Um, and that that was really yeah. what was most important to me, that I was feeling good more than anything. I didn't feel I wasn't getting all those headaches and I had energy to get up and work out and do the things I needed to do because it was it was becoming challenging when I was carrying so much weight yeah that's amazing Bala like hats off to you round of applause to you that takes a lot of dedication it takes consistency so what it, what would you say was the largest contributing factor to your weight loss was it you working out every day was it what you ate like what was it and what did you what did you cut back on <laughs> like help us <laughs> all the good stuff all the stuff that I really enjoy um <laughs> I would say the biggest thing is your food and that's what I tell everybody and I'm not a nutritionist or expert but I will tell you if you don't change the way you eat you're just not going to see weight loss and you're also not going to be able to maintain if you're just going to eat healthy just at it just enough for you to lose the weight that you want to lose and then go back, you will never maintain that weight. In order for you to maintain, you have to make it a part of your life. It has to be a lifestyle. So that's why I always say, get in the habit of eating in a way that you know you can maintain. Mm-hmm. You know, If you know you're not going to maintain that, it's really useless to me. So you have to really find the plan that works for you. But it's all about the food. I will say in 2021, I started working with Organic Chrissy. Um, she does food coaching as well as virtual training. And I just did the food part. You know, she sent me meal plans weekly and I would go grocery shopping and she would make us accountable by having us to send our meals, all our meals every day. Um, and she, it worked really well for me because she would stay on me. She would follow up. She would send voice notes if we needed motivation and all of those things. And I slipped at times, um, during that time I did did have my chicken um <laughs> in a way that I wasn't supposed to have it because chicken was definitely a part of the meal plans um but I just not had one from like Wingstop like <laughs> that I like to get um but I didn't do that a lot I will say I really stuck to the plan and it worked very very well I would I would um suggest uh, you know uh refer anybody to, to organic Chrissy just because the meal plans were very versatile there were things that I liked, things that I never tried or thought I would even like. And I make those meals right now, even though I'm no longer in the program, because that was a 90-day program. But I still make them now. So that's how I know I like them. Um, and it, it just really taught me how to eat. Yeah. How to eat. Yeah. I fall down. I go to the restaurants and I get my fresh shrimp and I do all kinds of things. So don't think that I am perfect because I'm not. But I know how to get back in. And that's really, really the important part. You know how to get back in there and and, and, you know, eat like you're supposed to eat. Don't deprive yourself of everything. I just don't think that's realistic to say, you know, like you said, you love French fries. Are you going to go through your life and just never have a French fry ever? Right, right, right. Why? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got to, <laughs> you got to indulge sometimes and, and enjoy your meals. But that food is the main thing. Yeah. Exactly. Food is the main thing. 80% is, is what you eat. And then 20% would you always eat? Is, is working out yeah and and I, I have to say that organic Chrissy is 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 very good she's very good at what she does at her craft 
because um, I use her too, but I just was not consistent. I would get to the point where, I, you know, I thought I knew more than her, which I didn't. That's why I'm back where I started. Um, but the meals were, were good. Like it wasn't just the generic, you know, baked chicken breast some broccoli or some brown rice. It was, it was very creative. Like she really, really put her all into um, customizing those meals for you. So um, if anyone is looking for someone organic Christy on Instagram, definitely can um, help you get there. And I think she's like a fitness trainer too. Like she's a fitness trainer too, and a, a health food coach. So shout out to organic, <laughs> organic Christy. You just never know. Maybe I'll, I'll come back, but um, the meal, the meal prep, Viola, t- tell us about that because I think that is very, very important, and I think the consistency and the dedication, um, it really comes with that meal prep because you have to, <laughs> you have to dedicate your your Saturday night or your Sunday night a couple hours to just mm-hmm. you know preparing and prepping those meals for the week and kind of share with us um, because you were way more consistent with than I was and you got some, some <laughs> absolutely gorgeous results. So tell us about, you know, the meal prepping and, you know, getting the food together and how that helped you stay on that, on that straight and narrow path to your goal. Um, I will say it's a real commitment. Um, like you said, it is time consuming to sit there and prepare all your food in one day. And generally what I would do, I would really do three days at a time because I just like my food a little more fresh than that. So I would prepare probably three days at a time and then do my other three. I would, I would break it up in that way because you know, sometimes meat and different things, they just start to taste strange after too many days for me. And I want my food just a little more fresh than that, um, depending on what it is. But it is a commitment. But I just made it my thing. Like when she was sending meal plans, I would enjoy a lot of times she would influence us to go to Trader Joe's and I would just go to Trader Joe's and shop all, you know, shop all those things and sometimes pick up things that weren't on the list because they have a lot of good, good things there. But And I would just, I would, you know, I would just commit, you know, I would just, you know, like today is the day I got to do it. And, you know, I would just go and cook my food and it started to take less time because eventually you'll get it down to a science. I would say that first time it's going to seem like a whole lot, but once you really get into the routine of it, it'll be like nothing. It really, it really would because of course it doesn't take long to cook vegetables. Um, That's pretty fast. It's just really cooking your meats, whatever type of meats that you like. If you're a meat eater, I am. Um, So I would cook my meats and I would get all that done at once. I really learned how to get it done a little quicker, um, you know, over time, but it is a commitment, but that was one way to stay consistent. No matter who prepares, you know, where you get your meal plans from yourself or someone else, it makes things easier because you don't have to think about what you're going to eat. Because at the end of the day, when you get off work and, you know, you finish all the things that you have to do for the day and you get home, a lot of times you don't feel like cooking anyway. Um, so then sometimes you'll be like, you know what, I'm not doing that tonight. I'm going to just stop by the subway or the Panera or wherever, whatever is your preference and get something that is going to be extremely high in calories, even when you think it might be healthy, um, but probably full of lots of sodium and all those things. So it really, you know, it allows you not to have to think about that. You know, like my food is already ready. All I got to do is pull my container from the refrigerator and warm it up. If it's something that, if it's not a salad or something and go. Um, so I think that's, it, meal prepping is very, very helpful. 
but it, it can be a little time consuming. Yeah. When I year <laughs> when I hit I'm going to have someone prepping, preparing and prepping meals for me and the boys because people think just because you know you work from home that you have so much more time. And you really don't because I think you mm-hmm. you may have less time when you're home. Mm-hmm. You have more flexibility, but you have less time because you're always like, oh, I could be doing this. I could be doing this. I could be doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'd be wanting to prep my meals, but it's like, oh, not one more thing, please. No. So, um, so I definitely got to get somebody, but hats off to you because you did it for months and you had a busy schedule I did it. as well because you, but it was easier when I was working from home. Oh. Now the meal prepping part, even worse, do not, I'm gonna, you let me tell you why, because I wasn't, I'm going to say where I work, I love my coworkers, but they are, they don't be trying to eat healthy <laughs> and I have so much influence. You know, I have my little meal with me and my little vegetables and my little baked meal, whatever it is I have. And they come with all the aromas from from wherever, from my favorite spot in, in the city where I work. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not eating this. I'm about to go get that. You know, it's, just, it's a lot of influence around me at work. If they're not bringing in cupcakes and pound cake and just different snacks, and they're just putting in the break room for everybody just to eat. So it was a little easier at home because I had myself on a really set schedule and it was a schedule that I was setting. So I will say that because I was able just to get up in the morning, prepare my breakfast because I always make breakfast fresh. And then I would just have my lunch. I would work out at this time. It was, I'm going to say my, it was easier when I was at home. But when I started to have to go back into the office and I wanted to work out before work, I'm not a morning person like that. Okay. So I always go tell myself, I'm going to get up at five. It never happened. I will always work out in the afternoon, which Probably isn't the best time for me because I feel like you already work all the day and you're just over it. But yeah, um, it was much easier when I was working from home. You work harder at home for your job. Whatever your job is, you're going to work harder from home because it, it's hard to be at home in your comfort doing work. And that's, <laughs> that's why I didn't need a lot of days at home anymore. I was like, you know what? I need to be in the office. But healthy, health-wise, I was better at home. Yeah, in yeah. that in that office with everybody bringing their fried chicken. <laughs> you have the bad influence. You were at home. Mm-mm. I didn't. That makes sense. Because yeah. in my office, we eating like every <laughs> we are eating in there. Okay, <laughs> that's what it's all about. What we eating? We going to the Mexican restaurant for lunch? And I'm like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> so do you- I'm serious. Do you feel like you're more confident now since you've lost, you know, over 50 pounds or you think your confidence level is, is just about the same? Because you were already way confident prior to your weight loss, but you feel like you're more confident now. You're more sassy. Like, you're just like, I'm here. Like, I've arrived. Like, how do you, how do you feel mentally? Because you told us you feel really good physically, but mentally, how, how do you feel? How's your confidence? 
do feel, I, I feel, like you said, I've always been a confident person. I'm not going to say I'm necessarily more confident, but I am more comfortable mm. with doing something than I was before. Like, like even though I'm a girl who would wear a bathing suit, I would go to the beach always. Um, but I would never, I would never necessarily post a picture of me at the beach in my bathing suit. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll be at the beach That's with it on. You do now. But I will now, and I will say that I'm more comfortable posting the picture. And that, that comes along with the fact that I was very concerned because I know, like I've said, how hard the world is on people, particularly women, when you're not of a certain weight. You understand what I'm saying? I see I hear, and hear all the cruel things people are saying, but it is nothing wrong with being fat. That is the bottom line. It is about your health. I, I'm not, I don't want anybody to think that like, oh, you know, you lost weight. No, I lost weight because I was having health problems. I didn't feel good. But if you are 200 pounds, you feel great. You're in good health. You're not having any issues. You love the way you look. Continue because everybody's not meant to be skinny, but I just became more, and it's plenty of girls who way bigger than, than, I, than I ever was who don't have any issues with stepping out in their swimsuit. Um, I follow many many influencers who who are plus size beautiful and they put on their swimsuits and their crop tops and they are and they look great but i just wasn't as comfortable um but i am now but i feel like ongoing i should be whether i gain weight or not because you know the world is trash um when it comes <laughs> to weight so you feel like now that you feel more comfortable you feel like you know you can you can get a thirst trap picture now. Like you can you get your you get Yeah, but I feel like I probably could have got a thirst trap picture then, but I just wasn't comfortable putting it up. Yeah, for the world to see. I got yeah, a little bit more comfortable, but yeah, the world is trash. But they would just when you think you're in your best shape, there's gonna be somebody who tells you you are not. Like you could still lose a little bit more weight, or you're so still you people are never satisfied. So you have to be comfortable within. So what what would you tell someone who's battling um, with, you know, with losing weight who may not feel um, as confident as you were before, you know, prior to the weight that you lost? So mm -hmm. what what would you tell what would you tell that that young lady, um, especially because it's I mean, it starts at such a young age. Thanks, oh, you know, thanks to social media, the body shaming, and everybody feels like they have to have the perfect Coca-Cola bottle. Coca-Cola. So what do you what what do you say to that young lady who's struggling, who may not be I know, particularly for young It's confident? I mean, you know, confidence. I, I I told somebody that recently. Confidence is not really something you can teach. You know, you you know that's an inner that's an inner thing. Um, but of course, people around you can definitely make you. You feel good about yourself when you have positive people in your circle and your family who always make you feel beautiful. Unfortunately, everybody doesn't have that. But I just one thing is not to be around people who make you feel bad about your weight or say negative things about you because that's not healthy for anybody. Um, just to be in a company of people who are always on you about, you know, any imperfection they think you might have. Because in reality, you're always gonna have that. But if you already have a lower self-esteem, that's not going to help. But I, I'm a realist. People always going to have something to say. Oh, people you don't always. know, people you do know, 
it doesn't matter. People are always going to have something to say. You just got to get it set in your mind that those things don't matter. And sometimes what people are going to say is going to hurt your feelings. Because people have said things that hurt my feelings. <laughs> so my kids, yeah, yeah, your kids are toxic. Um, <laughs> With the oldest one, because my boobs, of course, I've had two kids, which is no excuse. But you know, gravity took gravity got the best of me, but they didn't sit up high anymore. And I remember my oldest one saying, mommy, they supposed to be at the top, not the bottom. And that right. hurt my feelings so bad. Um, so I ended up, you know, getting a breast reduction. I was having lower back mm-hmm. pain, you know, all those things, my, yeah. my neck and all that. So I was a 38 triple D. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went down to a 36 C. Mm-hmm. And so when the boys saw me, um, they thought it was a joke. Like the oldest one again was like, Carter, look at mommy. They so little. Look at them. Look at her. She looks funny. They were like, we want the big ones back. So it just goes right. that you have to be confident with, it has mm-hmm. to come within. Like you say, you can't teach that. Um, yeah. Because people are never going to be satisfied. They are never. never. And it's so easy to judge somebody else. Like it's always so very easy. Right. To, um, to judge someone else. So um, like, like Viola said, it's, confidence is not something you can teach, can but teach. the more you love yourself and the more you're grateful for yourself, the more that confidence is, is, going, is going to come in. Um, but and, it, and if it's that bad, if you feel like you can't get out of that, mm-hmm. a life coach or some therapy or something to, yeah. to help you work with that. Because some people low self-esteem comes from their experiences in relationships and trauma and all of those things so maybe they were confident but those things broke them so maybe they need to see a professional um regarding that and once they get that confidence back maybe they'll have the confidence to start working out and things like that but i like when you ain't really right mentally you don't have time for working out and eating right because when i'm down i eat yeah i snack which, which is not good but i'm i'm sitting eating brownies and snack a lot even though I may not snack snack on bad things and I don't buy potato chips because if I buy potato chips I'm gonna tear them up like <laughs> tear them up the kettle uh barbecue uh flavor I'm going in smokehouse barbecue I'm going in on them oh, or some funyuns or some kettle salt and vinegar I'm going in so I can't buy those and I know if I get overwhelmed like I'm going to I'm going Eat. to snack yeah I'm going to eat so I just try not to buy those things and but even snacking on a lot of fruit because we you know that has a lot of sugar in it too so you have to do certain fruit yeah you you overly consume I know watermelon and mangoes I love watermelon I can eat the hell out of some mangoes and some I'm gonna tell you another thing that makes you snack not going to bed at a proper hour. Oh, yeah. If you stay up really, really late, um, that's when people start to snack. Like when you don't go to bed, like it's 11, 12, 1. Like I know that I would do it. I would get up and just have whatever's available around me, you know, like not getting proper sleep. And that can really affect your weight too. And just whether you have energy for working out. Like it's, it's rest is essential as well. You know, you're Health, yeah, health as well, but rest is very essential um, in everything. And you just being productive in life, and you have to get it at some point. Um, I, 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 I learned the hard way. And, um, yes, you do. 
I, I had to understand that rest is not um, a reward for working your ass off. Rest is a requirement. Your body right. has to rest. Like you can eat healthy, you can work out all you want to, but your body has to rest to recharge. So um you go give out. Yeah, your body is getting the proper amount, um, proper amount of rest. Of, of rest. So yeah, I'm I'm working on all of that. I'm gonna start back working out tomorrow. I've made up my mind. Um I don't know if I'm starting back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna start back tomorrow, but I'm gonna take it slow. I'm gonna treadmill maybe 15, 20 minutes. I'm gonna see how how much I can push myself to get back out there. And um but I'm definitely going to, cause you just feel better. Like when you work out and you do. eat healthy, um, you know, I just feel better. And I also feel better when I don't eat like chicken or anything like that. Um, if yeah, I, you're not a meat eater. Yeah, if I'm just eating fish or no meat period, even though some people think fish is not meat, but it's a form of meat. When I eat no meat, I feel, I feel the best. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna, um, I'm going to get back out there. Well, you stick to that. I'm, I'm going to eat the meat. Uh-huh. <laughs> working, but yeah, working out does make you feel great. And um, I, like I've been telling you on the back end, I have not been working out in the last few months. I just have not been there with it, you know, for my own personal reasons. I just was not motivated to work out um, as much as I tried. <laughs> much as I tried, you know, I just, it just wasn't there for me. But I'm going to get back in there. Yeah, I think, I, I think not you, not yeah. just us, but I think we're just, you know, we just kind of in a, in a funk, like we just don't know. It's depressing. Yeah. yeah. And I, th- but I do think getting more workouts in would help us. Oh, absolutely. But it's just a matter of, like you say, you just got to do it. Like you just got to put your workout. You just got to do it. I really wish my boot camp start back though. Cause I just like going to that. Um, the boot camp was really, really good. And I like being around the people, even though we don't supposed to congregate. <laughs> I will wear my mask though. Cause I, 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 I learned how to work out with a mask. Crazy. <laughs> I did learn how to do it. And it was, it, it was a challenge, but I was able to do it. So. So did you have an accountability partner or it was all like self? I, I got to do this. I didn't really, um, I'm not going to say I had an accountability partner, but I would say, you know, the people, you know, my friends, you and this other people from social media who were also on their weight loss journeys, we kind of motivated each other, you know what I'm saying? Or just seeing somebody you follow on Instagram, like they got up and they worked out that day. That might, that pushed you sometimes to like, well, she worked out today and she had all this, this list of things that she had to do, but she still worked out. So I got motivated just by seeing my other friends and social media friends just doing the same things because I really like during the pandemic everybody started working out like <laughs> it was like a working out frenzy um doing uh doing COVID so like everything we were doing it all so I feel like like you know just seeing my other friends I'm like you can do it I'm like you know what you look good like you've been really consistent this week let me work out like so I, I would say that you know of course you people telling you you look nice you know like well yeah (laughs) well do I want to go back but I also you know what I also don't like people some people who are talking to you they want to treat you like you weren't cute when you were bigger (laughs) yes I was you know what I'm saying like 
Oh, what about what about when people say, you know, you look good for your size? For my thank size. you, I think. I got, I'm over that. I don't want to hear, I don't want to say, I don't want to hear anybody say you look good for your anything, your age, your size, your weight, your complexion. All those things are stupid. Either you look good or you don't. Like you skinny. Like what if I just say, oh, you're really slim, but you don't look good. Like that's insulting. But there are people who don't like being skinny. It's people who are legit working on gaining weight. So I, everybody has their struggles. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doesn't want to be skinny. Everybody doesn't want to be big. Some people just want to be healthy or, or whatever it is. But weight is an ongoing thing. And you always going to have to be conscious of, you know, of your health and what you eat, especially when you get older. Like I'm at, we're at an age now where we really got to <laughs> take control because things are not what they were 10, 15 years ago. I'm 21. Well, you hold on to that. But I, I feel 40. Because I almost, uh, I was just injured yesterday, which is why I couldn't record from hurting my back and I could barely move. I'm laying in bed with a heating pad. So I, I'm not feeling 21. Um, not this week. And you know what? That brings up a good point for people who are 40 plus, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're getting older. So our metabolism is not going to be what it was at 20 and 21 and 25. Hell, not even 30. So what do you, what do you say to the 40 year old? (laughs) What do you say to do what you can (laughs) (laughs) do what you can? Because first of all, when you are 40, I mean, I I don't have children. I'm not married or anything, but most of my close friends, circle, close family, they are, you all have those responsibilities. So it it is probably, it is definitely probably more challenging for y'all to really get into this fitness thing when you have little kids or a husband or somebody always needing your attention along with your career you know whatever you're doing so do what you can I'm just like don't like put so much pressure on yourself to do so much like if you able to get a 15 minute walk in or just get some steps in doing things that you do or you know whatever it is just do those things because it is way like I said it is way too much pressure on women when it comes to weight and I am very very sick of it um we look good in every size black women we look good in every size every shade look through social media you see beautiful voluptuous plus size women who are very happy with themselves and with somebody loving all of that so um don't ever let nobody tell you that you know what I'm saying like when I was bigger I was told I felt so soft and you know you know cushiony and all of that they liked it so whatever you know what I mean like don't don't let nobody fool you into thinking that you're not wanted because you're not a two and I I don't ever want to push that 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 out there because that's not I don't feel that did you don't let nobody like I said I was always a chubby friend I was always bigger than all my friends for the most part you you, I was that's the that's just the fact over the the cushiony part yet i'm still on the part like like, man you feel so soft (laughs) like man you feel so soft they like all of that don't don't let these people fool you into thinking that nobody is gonna love it because that's a lie it's a whole lie your sex drive go up since you lost all that weight i don't really think they have nothing to do with my weight maybe my you just like you can you didn't get tired fast i think i had that even when i was bigger 
Oh, so you just on go all. Now, I don't think that had nothing to do with it. Mm-mm. No, I was just asking because sometimes when people are larger, like they say, I can't do all that. I'm too big. I'd be out of breath. So I was they might be lazy. They could they could be just a little lazy. Cause I mean, I know a lot of uh, plus size girls and they don't seem like they said anything of that nature. They ain't had no problems. But if you got somebody who can handle you, maybe that's what it was. They might have had the wrong dude. Well, I consider, I mean, hell, I consider plus size too. Anything over what, an eight? A, a ten. I think a ten plus. It's, it's but you're tall. You have height. Considered a plus size. When you I, have height, so you can carry more weight. You have a smaller frame. That's that's the thing about it. Weight looks different on everybody. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Somebody could be your exact same weight and look totally different. You know what I'm saying? Or you can look different. You could have been 150 and 99, but your 150 at 25 looks totally different. You know, you know what I mean? So it you know it just depends. Yeah. But yeah, don't, don't don't put so much pressure on yourself. I know. Um, it, society it, does enough of that. It's hard not to, but like my goal, I remember when I weighed 165 and I thought that was the, like, I thought that was perfect. And I remember you shamed, you weight shamed me and you were like, oh my God, your pants are sagging. You told me my pants were sagging in the bag. Well, they were, you couldn't fit them. They were too big. And I felt like, I felt like I looked good that day, but I guess I lost all my curvature um, because I- You were really slim. Yeah, and that was to me that was per- that was the perfect idea. Like I felt the best I've ever felt, and since then I have been trying to get back. I don't necessarily have to get to one sixty five, but if I could get to one seventy, one seventy five, like I would be so happy. And you can. I'm. I, I will. But sometimes you shouldn't get so caught up in the number. You should really look at how you look, like how your body transform and how your clothes fit. Because I think if you're always caught up on the number, you're going to always have disappointments. And that is something that will keep you from being consistent. Because if you go in there hard working out, eating right, and you get on a scale and you lost 0.2 pounds, you're that's discouraging. But look at your body. Look at how your clothes are fitting. Like put on the outfit you had on maybe some months ago and you know, put that on now and take a picture side by side and you'll see the difference. Because honestly, when I lost weight, I didn't really feel like it was that um, big of a deal. I didn't see what other people saw. But when I put pictures side by side, I was like, oh, well, maybe I did lose a lot of weight. You really just got to like look at yourself in the mirror and look at the transformation your body is going through and how your clothes fit and not focus so much on the number and always on the scale it's really compulsive and it can be discouraging because you know you sometimes you just have to change something up if, if what you're doing isn't working but yeah. yeah people get so caught up in the number you were really slim at 165 but you are very close to six feet tall so 165 is going to look really slim on you you just needed smaller pants it wasn't that you look bad it's just that your pants were not fitting <laughs> You need a smaller size. You need to let those pants go and get new ones. And now I can't anymore. Like I can't even find a leg in those pants anymore. And I'm just, <laughs> them just to remind me and to, you know, you like still have them? Huh? Cause that was like when around the time when you were getting married. It's no way you have those pants. No, I still have those pants. They that's awful. That's the way you need to lose the weight of keeping things way too long. That is weighing heavy in your life. A whole nother podcast. That is weighing heavy in your life. It's I look at those from time to time to remind me 
of what I'm capable of. But those are very nice pants. They are, but I don't think you should still have them because that was like 15 years ago, if not more. That is nuts that you have them. Oh my God. But you got down really good with the, you, you did keto. You would look really, you look really skinny then. I will say. I 20 pounds doing keto. But it's like, once you get out, like it's, it was hard for me to, to jump back in. And even though I was doing keto, like you have to eat a lot of meat in keto. Yeah. And, a lot and that of, was something you couldn't maintain because right, you, a lot you, you don't like meat. Because the dairy, I mean, it, it adds mucus in your body and I already have allergy issues. So it was like, I'm winning on this aspect, but then when it comes mm-hmm. to this, so it's like, you got to pick the two of the lesser evils. And I tried to do like, vegan keto or vegetarian mm-hmm. keto and it's just it just it didn't do it didn't so it didn't hit you you gotta find well you gotta find what works for you yeah that's the main thing I'm you gotta gonna- really find what works for you and that's what i would tell anybody but just start just do something with any little change counts if you are a heavy soda drinker i used to be well if you're drinking three sodas a day try to get down to one soda a day like you got to take your time because sometimes people can't go <laughs> cold turkey to stuff they've been doing and habits that they've had for years and years and years or you know if you eat out a lot maybe you just start eating out maybe once or twice a week or just on the weekend it's little things you can do you will see to start to make a change um in, in your health and in your weight um because i believe me i know because i was a soda i'm soda sweet tea you know all all those things were my thing and I still have sweet tea now but whatever I have that sometimes I'm not a soda girl like that anymore but because soda makes me feel bad actually you know when I yeah yeah so it makes me feel bad it's so much sugar it makes you feel really bloated it's really acidic it's really a can of sugar sugar (laughs) like you probably have enough sugar for the week out of one soda and that's bad. So think about it if you drink <laughs> a week. Several times a day. And it's like certain things I would eat. And I'm like, the way it would make you feel afterwards, I'm like, it's not even worth what I have to go through to do that. So if you feel like that, on the, imagine what it's doing to the inside of your to body. To the inside. And you're drinking one every day. Yeah. Or I used to buy a 12 pack. So, right. <laughs> Absolutely. I love soda and I love Coke and Pepsi and cherry Pepsi. I would I would buy them by the case so I could have them. I had some very, very bad habits. But and I'm trying my best to go back to that. But one of the things that you had to overcome was your your um soda habit. And you don't even really have a, you say you don't even have a taste for soda anymore. I don't desire soda in that way. Like during the holidays, my mom had them around like, oh, I'll have one. It's on the drinking here, but it's not anything that I crave. Yeah, you're not you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't gotta have a soda anymore, which is very good yeah. because I used to have to have them daily. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's good by a lot. They taste good though. They do, but and then sometimes like you may get one and it's flat, and you're like, that wasn't even worth the cheap. Mm, it wasn't even worth it. <laughs> this wasn't even a good one. Yeah. But I, I I don't know. I was able. To, I could give that up, but one the only thing I couldn't give up is me. You could give up the fried mm. chicken never and I like steak too I mean I had a steak so good the other week like I I, I had to do a dance honey really? it came to my table sizzling oh from a restaurant yeah I love a good steak but I like steak at home too my mom makes a great steak 
but I can't give a meat. I'm a meat eater. I, I cannot get into um to steak. You can't get into the meat. It's too meat. I love meat. It's so good. But chicken is my favorite. And when it comes to meat, most of the time I'm eating chicken, but I do like a, a steak occasionally. Um, they taste really good. But I used to be a girl who didn't even eat vegetables. I only ate like my meat on my plate and like bread and rice. I didn't even used to eat vegetables. I, I really didn't used to drink any water at all. I like I had a lot of very bad habits. <laughs> very, very bad. Look how far we've come. Oh, yeah. It's been amazing, Viola. I wish we could stay on here all day. And we gave everything we had to you guys. And I hope that you appreciate it and we've added value to your life. Um, Viola, is there anything that you would like to close out with um, to our viewers? Because we all struggle. We've all struggled before. Um, so if you could just leave us with, with some last words <laughs> to get us there, to get us over the hump, um, to get us motivated again. Um, <laughs> the results on you, I mean, over 50 pounds, like that's a fucking toddler you lost. So that's amazing. So um, we want to hear everything you got to say, girl. So close us out. <laughs> I don't know what to really close with. I'm not really a closer. The only thing I would say is, you know, what I've said before, just, just get started. No matter how, how small it is, I don't care if it's just a 15 minute little workout, get started, do it for yourself. Don't do it because people are, you know, insulting you or saying mean things to you about your weight or society says you should be a two. Do it because you want to do it for yourself and you want to be healthy. And um, that's pretty much all I have. <laughs> thank you Viola thank you to my chameleons like she said just do it and the hell with what other people think and she is an advocate of that and so am I I don't mm -hmm. care right so we love each and every one of you we would not be here without you um hats off again to Viola for her weight loss and um to you guys if if she can do it you can definitely do Anybody it can. And we will see you guys later. Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know? Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know?